Listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. It's a brand new episode of Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It is Anthony and Aurora, and we are back to talk more Loki on Disney+. Mm-hmm. Plus. Episode 2, it's called The Variant. And I don't think that they're talking about our Loki in that episode nope. title at all. So much stuff happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where to begin, but one of the most fun things I've seen in quite a while happened in this episode, and I can't wait to talk about it, Aurora. But before we do that, let's tell everybody what happened in this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So, Loki is joining a TVA mission to the site of an attack by the variant, the other variant, Loki, in 1985 Oshkosh, Wisconsin but derails it by stalling and attempting to bargaining his way into meeting the timekeepers. Hey, that's their name, Aurora. It's not the, it's not the time lizards, or the grand time I, lizards. I feel like time lizards more. Me yes. too. Uh, maybe we'll make a time lizard shirt. There we go. <laughs> ah, geeklymerch.com, everybody. Um, anyway, they created the TVA in the sacred timeline. Uh, Mobius M. Mobius convinces Judge Renslayer to give Loki another chance. After researching TVA files, Loki theorizes that the variant is hiding near apocalyptic events throughout the time where their actions will not affect the sacred timeline. Because, of course, if everything is about to be wiped out, everything you do there won't matter. Mm -hmm. But that's just a theory, right? So it's time for science, Aurora. And Loki and Mobius, Mobius, Mobius confirm this possibility by visiting Pompeii in 79 AD before deducing that the variant, uh, well, they eventually determine where the variant is is hiding, but we're going to go back to that Pompeii thing in a little bit, I'm sure. They determine that the variant Loki is hiding during a massive hurricane that happened in Alabama in the year 2050. Loki, Mobius, and various TVA agents are ambushed by the variant, who has the ability to possess the bodies of several locals, and the TVA agent hunter B-15 as well. The variant reveals herself to be a female version of Loki, kinda, and rejects his offer to overthrow the Timekeepers together. She sends the stolen activated reset charges to various points along the sacred timeline, creating numerous branched timelines and throwing the TVA into complete disarray. And she teleports away, but not before our Loki follows her through the portal. Mm -hmm. 
Aurora, what did you think of episode two, The Variant? Listen, as someone that is a fan of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. uh, this is right up my alley. Yes. <laughs> They've never I, done anything quite like this on Doctor Who. I mean, close. Oh, and they have been to Pompeii before. Yes. Uh, but there there was a conversation between uh, Mobius and Loki that uh, he he told Loki that he had to read all this. That he had to see all these videos to explain the sacred timeline and <laughs> yes. you know, everything. And uh, watch the training videos. Yeah. Right. And Loki clearly didn't see all of them. <laughs> Mobius is like, come on. You're like, this, this was all in the videos. And I was like, I'm pretty sure the videos were Doctor Who. It yeah. was just Doctor Who. <laughs> just episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best way to understand, like, time shifts. <laughs> we're just going to pop in. Sh- we're just going to pop in the David Tennant seasons of yeah, yeah, Doctor yeah, yeah. Who, and you're yeah. all set. That's that's all you need. That's all you need to understand. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. I don't think they own. I believe I don't I don't believe Disney owns that property yet. So, no, no. Yeah. Um, but, you know, hey. It would be great to see a crossover between Doctor Who and Loki. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were people um, at one point calling for Tom Hiddleston to be the next Doctor, so... Yeah, that's true. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's kind of doing it right now. He's, you know, traveling through time. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I just love Owen Wilson in this show. Yeah, he's so fun. He's so good, and the chemistry between him and Tom Hiddleston is just perfection. It gets better every episode. So, oh, I mean, we're only two I, episodes in, but, like, every episode, it's a little bit better. Yeah, I can just watch them talk, and mm-hmm. I, I'm entertained. That's how good it is. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you, you were right about Lady Loki. Yes, kind of. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff about that, and I'm sure we'll get to it. Um there was a we got to see a weird uh augmented reality version of Miss Minutes. <laughs> like <laughs> Loki w- Loki could not tell if she was like actually there in real time or if it was just a computer response or whatever and she's like actually mm-hmm. kind of both. Like mm-hmm. that's terrifying. Uh she's she's kind of sentient uh that's weird uh also he trolled the shit out of her until she jumped back into uh the computer yeah um yeah that that was one of my favorite moments when he walks away she's just sitting in the computer just staring at him really (laughs) it was so funny (laughs) uh but yeah the like they they go to like uh they go to like a ren fair at the beginning of Mm -hmm. this which uh, you know, they had a little bit of fun there. And Loki, though, obviously was not paying attention entirely to everything mm-hmm. because he was trying. Mm, I don't know. It's, it's so difficult with Loki because he's so shady. I'm sitting yep. here thinking like he was trying to be helpful, but he didn't know what to do. But ultimately, I think he was just trying to swindle his way into seeing the 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 grand time lizards. Mm-hmm. And it didn't work out in his favor. But Judge Renslayer did afford Mobius uh, an extra shot with Loki. And the real question is, is Loki still helping the TVA? 
by following Lady Loki, or is he really out mm-hmm. on his own? Which feels like the thing that he's been trying to do this whole time. I mean, it's what he tells her, but right. do we really trust him to tell her the truth? I, I have I no idea. So. I, yeah, I have no idea. Like, I, this guy, I cannot trust anything he's. <laughs> no, um, you know he's like. I mean, in one conversation, he's like, look, uh, he's like, you tried to stab me in the back. And he's like, I'd never do that. And he's like, Loki, I know everything about you. You've literally stabbed people in the back like 50 times. Yeah. And, and I, w- I was like, I'll 50 never do times? It. He's like, I'll never do I was it like, again. Yeah. But 50 times seems slow for Loki. <laughs> right? right? It does. <laughs> um, they did mention, uh, and they did even show you a little bit, uh, that the Loki variant. This is something they mentioned. That was great. Has appeared throughout the, like it's the variant they run into more than any other variant. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he's always a little different looking. And they had, they actually had blue Loki, which was more of a frost giant Mm -hmm. Loki. Uh, They had big, thick, Almost looking minotaur Loki. Yeah, that was amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that's the one he was like, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, is that like when Loki was the Hulk or something? Or what? Uh, but they, uh, they also do the, you know, the reveal in this episode that this Loki variant, the one that they're chasing after is a female, but is it actually... Loki, uh, because mm. he calls her Loki and she's like, I hate that name. Right. Which doesn't seem very Loki like. Loki's very into himself. Yep. Um, and Loki made a big deal over his powers because they were talking about Loki's power set. And he's like, hold on, yep. hold on. Literally, Loki pulled out his pocket calculator and pushed up his nerd glasses. And he's like, there is a big difference between my powers. I am going to explain them to you right now in detail. Mm -hmm. And not one of those powers was enchanting, which is what Loki points out that that Lady Loki does. She enchants the other people working around uh, this store or whatever in, in Alabama. And, and and there was also a, a comment he made when he, uh, she was like possessing all the people in the store and she was like kicking his ass. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He says something like, oh, I would never do this to myself. <laughs> right. And I, I thought it was a joke, but then I was like, maybe that's a hint also that this person is not Loki. Mm hmm. Yep. So weird uh, mm-hmm. as it may be. And sometimes. I don't know if these things are on purpose or not. And with Marvel, it's always difficult to tell. But if you stick around, like nobody does this. Well, I mean, some Mm -hmm. people are going to stick around because there's people who look for clues everywhere. But usually, Aurora, uh, once we hit the end credit, like the fancy end credits, once those are done, I usually like peace out and hit the fast forward button until it zooms to the end of the episode. So it's ready for when episode three pops up, I can just start playing it right right away. But if you don't, what you get next is uh, a a bunch of extra credits. And then you get the foreign voice acting credits. And 
I don't remember if it was like, I can't remember if it was Portuguese or Spanish. It was one of the other foreign language credits. And the woman who was voicing uh, Lady Loki was, because uh, I, th- I think the other ones, they were credited as the variant or something like that. But her credit was credited as Sylvie, which comic nerds then went, I know a Sylvie in the comic books. That's the real name of a character called Enchantress in the comic books. Oh. And a lot of people pointed out that Lady Loki looks, uh, her look, minus the the Loki horns and stuff, the crown that she's wearing, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. rest of her looks is very reminiscent of a, a, a more recent run of Enchantress in the comics. I was going to say, because I saw some people on Twitter complaining that she does not look like Lady Loki mm-hmm. in the comics. And Lady Loki has like dark hair and she looks more like actual Loki. Yeah. Um, and she, this one has blonde hair. And people were upset that they mm-hmm. didn't cast someone with dark hair. <laughs> and I was like, it seems uh, to me, that seems like a detail that Marvel wouldn't miss. Yes. Especially since they've been going for fairly accurate looks yeah. Yeah. Uh, for the most part. And it, it's, not very common that they go completely off the rails with right. like, you know, here's this character and they look nothing like they look right. like in the comics. They're usually fairly close. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of used to be a thing in comic book movies and TV shows where it's like, oh, the comics look ridiculous, unrealistic and and silly. We have to make them look edgy and cool or whatever. But mm-hmm. eventually, mm-hmm. like, you know, that's like those early X-Men movies. And eventually things kind of turned around where people are like, no, no, no. Actually, people want those comic book looks like that's what people really want. So let's try to make them look as accurate as possible. And I feel like all of these things, her having that look, her hating Mm -hmm. the name Loki, Mm -hmm. Loki specifically mentioning her ability to enchant people, that weird hiccup in the credits it all yep. feels like look it's it's either she's really enchantress and this is you know an agatha harkness thing uh where you know the true identity of the character is hidden for a little bit it's mm-hmm. either that mm-hmm. or you know it's a mephisto thing where there's a bunch of clues that are like i think it's mephisto uh and then it's just not it's just you know there's <laughs> nods or hints or whatever, but right. that's all they are. Like, you know, Ralph Boner or something. It's Ralph right. Boner all over again. Right, Aurora. right, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, that... Interesting. Uh, I actually like... I actually, I mean, if it's Enchantress, I like that more than mm-hmm. Lady Loki. Yeah, that would be really cool. Yeah, and also, Lady Loki feels like somebody who would be coming from... Like, those other Lokis... Those mm-hmm. could be a variation on Loki screwing with the timeline and doing right. something to himself. But on the sacred timeline, Loki is a boy, a male. Mm-hmm. Um, or, well, I mean, his gender is fluid, but his appearance is of Tom Hiddleston. So Lady Loki would signify that she is from another universe, which universe, as far as right. we know... 
those don't exist right now, but it feels like they are about to. So right. maybe she's not really Lady Loki, but why would the TVA then lie to Loki about this? Maybe just to get his help or like I'm not I'm not entirely yeah. sure. It could why. be just to get him his help or that they also don't know. Yeah, that's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um I don't know. I, I, I also like in this episode there was a, a, a conversation between Mobius and Loki where they were talking about um, you know, where where the, the, the TVA came from. Yes. And the fact that Mobius, you know, does believe that the timekeepers created them and, you know, explains, you know, their reason for existence. And it was like a very spiritual conversation. Mm-hmm. And Loki is like, how do you believe all this? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes. And he's like, well, you believe that you came from like frost giants and like, you know, you, you, gods and all that. And that also sounds ridiculous. Yes. Um, but it's, uh, it's, you know, it's a seeing to believe sort of thing. But I mean, right. look, this is a whole nother like can of worms because I, I'm also not entirely sure the time, the grand time lizards even exist. Yeah, me, they, they, they it, planted that, that seed of doubt in this episode. Yeah. Uh, yep. I mean, they I mean, they did it with Judge Renslayer specifically in this episode, too. It kind of feels mm-hmm. like uh, even Mobius is a little bit like, you know, it's weird how yep. like you're the only one who's who gets to to see them or, you know, he's like, you know, what are they up mm-hmm. to? Uh, it does feel like she's maybe hiding something or not telling yep. the entire truth. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's possible this could all be a very elaborate illusion. It's possible. It could be. Yeah. I mean, uh, I to what degree we, or to what end? I don't a, know. Yeah. We did see a, a very elaborate illusion in one division. So. Yeah, and that's true. <laughs> Wanda is super powerful. and yeah, I, I mean, this is a, a larger, way larger scale, but... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she's a Nexus being. Uh, There is uh, going to be, I don't know if they're going to stick to this, but I presume that they're going to stick to this. But there is another Nexus being in the MCU uh, named Kang the Conqueror, and he is the bad guy, the announced bad guy for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. So there could be ties for this show that extend into Dr. Strange and Spider-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. So, and and maybe it's Kang the Conqueror. I don't know. I don't, yeah. Like, I have no idea. It, maybe it's finally Mephisto, Aurora. I don't know. But uh, <laughs> Mephisto is going to turn into like what? our Tobias, I think, actually. Uh, on the yeah. Walking Dead, like <laughs> he'll be here eventually. We'll see him again someday, or for but the you first know, time. I, I do enjoy that this Marvel shows on Disney Plus are mm-hmm. like they give you hints and make fans guess what's gonna happen, and they always give you a twist. So yes, I, I like that that they're not giving people exactly what they expect. Mm-hmm. Because it, it keeps everybody, you know, engaged. If you yeah. if you gave everybody what they were expecting, then people would get bored easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you're just giving them giving a twist in every one of these shows yeah. that nobody expects. And I and I really like that. Uh can we real quick before we go talk about how much fun Loki testing his theory was? <laughs> uh they decide 
again, so Loki's trying to figure out where he would be hiding. And mm-hmm. it is kind of brilliant. So we do get a moment where he's sort of searching through files and he actually comes across the file for Ragnarok. And we actually get another emotional moment with him, another insight into Loki to further back up that everything he does is a front. Um, Like underneath, he really does care about that place and those people. They really do mean something to him, but he's very much like in the position of the adopted younger brother who just wants the recognition, but never gets it. But deep down he does care about all of those things and those people. Right, right. And he does get emotional reading about the destruction of Asgard, but it then dawns on him that if somebody were to do something to screw with the timeline there, it wouldn't matter because everything and everyone for whom it would affect would get wiped out. It would have no right. effect. So mm-hmm. He eventually convinces Mobius to test this theory, and they decide to test it by going to Pompeii in 79 AD, which I believe is the eruption of Mount Vesuvius, I think. Is I it think Mount so, yeah. Vesuvius. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, but, but before they go to Pompeii, he actually suggests to go to Ragnarok, to, to Asgard, when Ragnarok happened. Yeah. And Mobius was like, no way, I'm going to get you there. Nice try. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so they, uh, they, so they go and Loki's plan is to like, I don't know what Mobius's plan is, but Loki's plan is to just start telling everybody exactly who he is, where he's from, what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. He starts throwing stuff all over the place and Mobius is checking like his uh, his time tricorder or whatever it is that he's right. got, monitoring right. the timeline. And there's no variations. There's no mm-hmm. branches, nothing. And then the volcano erupts, and uh, he's like, "See, I'm right." As like mm-hmm. molten lava and rocks are hurtling towards yep. them. Yep. Uh, I don't know about you, Aurora, but I actually would have been okay if they decided to do a small montage of them continually testing this. I, I thought they were going to do it. I thought they were going to do it. I was ready, but um, time, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they actually, there's a meme going on right now about this. Like when he says like, nothing has any consequence, nothing matters. Like, now there's a <laughs> meme all over Twitter about that. <laughs> uh, of course. Internet. Thank you. It was bound to happen. Um, <laughs> okay, so any final thoughts on episode two? And uh, what would you give it? I do have a question. I don't know if you have the answer for this. Because mm. I, I'm not sure. So there's a moment where Mobius is talking to uh, this lady. That Oh, my God. I forgot her name. The one that gives the uh, oh, assignments. Judge Renslayer. Yes, yes. yes. Um, and he's going to sign the document saying, you know, he's going to take this assignment and he's taking responsibility for Loki. Yeah. And he sees the, the pen. Mm. And the pen says Franklin D. Roosevelt High School. And he says, this must be from the analyst that you keep on the side. And they leave it like that. And I was like, what? Who? Uh, <laughs> I don't yeah. know who they're referring to. So uh, I'm not 100% certain uh 
I remember reading something about this and I thought it was maybe some sort of hint or whatever towards the person who created the TVA. Uh, I think because the location in Wisconsin, I think as well, was like some sort of specific nod to one of the TVA creators or maybe Mm -hmm. a Lady Loki creator or something. I'm not entirely sure, but I think it might be a tie to like one of those people instead. But I mean, that's one of the weird things about this show where I kind of feel like I hope the TVA ends up being the bad guys and are sort of disbanded. I mean, I know we're in for the multiverse splitting off Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think that's a good thing because I do get these vibes that this whole TVA thing feels a little too meta to me. Like there's a moment where Mobius is talking to Renslayer again in her office and Mobius is like, you know, maybe he's just tired of being a bad guy. You know, people can change, right? And she's right, like, right. She's like, no, 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 no. She's like, that's the path that the timekeepers have set for him. And, you know, it almost feels like when they go to the timekeeper's office, it's just going to be like Kevin Feige and the Russo brothers. Like, it very much feels like mm. they're the writers of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and they have cast Loki as a villain and his his lot in life is to be a villain Like it almost has one of those feels to it because we know everything. We know how your story begins. We know how your story ends. Mm -hmm. It's a, it has like a just teeny tiny little pieces that feel like it's a little too meta for my, for my liking. Yeah. 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 Like, I feel like they're like a step away from it taking me out of it entirely, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. um, like they don't have people. They're literally writing a script, but um, you know, that would, uh, that might be a little too much for me. That's why I feel like I think the grand time lizards are going to be a fraud or they're mm-hmm. not real mm-hmm. or it's something, something else. I think. Yeah. They're definitely hinting at it. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise I really like this episode. What would you give episode two, Aurora? I gave this episode uh four and a half. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that um, I'm holding on my five until I see uh, Mobius mm-hmm. and Loki on a jet ski. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, they certainly talked. They, I don't think it's too much to ask, but they talked a lot about jet skis. The way find, <laughs> find yourself a partner, everybody who talks about you the way Mobius, Mobius, Mobius <laughs> talks about jet skis. <laughs> because that man loves jet skis. Yes, yes. He he believes there is no higher achievement. Right. And he has never uh, been on one. <laughs> no. So, He's just uh, admired why, them from afar. Yeah, that's why I need to see this for me to give a fight. Sipping <laughs> sipping Jostas. Um, just sipping on some Jostas, riding on a ski, like a Sea-Doo. <laughs> Oh, man. Make that the finale, please. And yes. thanks. Yes. They go on a vacation together. They go on a brocation, <laughs> Aurora. I will watch a whole series of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mobius and Loki, time buddies. Oh, 100%. I will totally watch that. Uh, okay. So, 
<laughs> All right, that's the episode for this week, everybody. Head on over to cinemageekly.com where you can check out the archives of the show. And of course, uh, this podcast, along with all the others on Cinema Geekly Podcast Network, are listener supported. And thank you for supporting us. There are a couple of ways for you to do that. We have a Patreon, patreon.com slash cinemageekly. And of course, we also have a lovely merchandise store, geeklymerch.com, where you can buy things pertaining to all podcasts on the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. New stuff is being added fairly regularly and yes there is in fact a design being worked on for podcasters of shield as well so keep your eyes peeled for that and once again thank you to everybody who has uh, chosen to support by either signing up on the patreon or uh, picking up a piece of of merch so Thank you very much. Uh, also, this podcast can be found on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Just search for Podcasters of S.H.I.E.L.D., hit subscribe, and that way you can come back next time to hear us talk about Episode 3 of Loki on Disney+. Plus. 